yo, what is going on? Grace and peace. Welcome to another episode of All Things Theology, where I'm your host, K-Dub. And man, it is great to be with you here tonight on this, what is it, Monday, <laughs> January 3rd, 2022. Can you believe it? The new year is upon us. But if you are watching this video, make sure you like it, subscribe to the channel, and as always, click that notification bell to help your boy out. Man, many people ask me, why do you keep talking about Marcus Rogers? That's the subject of today, if you can see from the um, the title. Yeah, I saw him live. <laughs> why do you keep talking about Marcus Rogers? You know, just let it go. It's a dead horse. You know, just keep doing it. Well, <clears throat> Marcus Rogers is very popular. He has a large following. You go on his YouTube channel, he has over 600,000 subscribers. He's very influential. And guess what? People even drive all the way from my great state of Texas. <laughs> now, this is where I'm really bothered. My great state of Texas, all the way to Chicago to go see him just to get baptized. Yes, my folks. Yes, friends. Yes. Many people. Uh, well, there was a particular individual who who drove from Texas, my great state, to Chicago to get baptized by Marcus Rogers. And so I thought it would be a good chance to uh, respond to this and show you the absurdity of, of, of Marcus Rogers. If, you, if many, many people think Marcus Rogers is a great teacher, Marcus Rogers is not theologically in-depth. Just because you can quote a lot of Bible verses and you can... You can just off the rabble, you know, and God said, and in his, you know, if you just because you can do all that does not mean you're anointed. And many people get confused with being gifted with speaking and anointed by God. Anointing has nothing to do with how you speak and the charismaticism that you, uh, you, 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 that you have. And so you, you guys are going to be shocked when you see this video. I, I'm hyping you guys up right now. <laughs> That's right. Emotional preaching. Um, and so I, I, I want to take and, and, and here here I will say this. I would like to have a conversation with Marcus Rogers if he would be one because he's very, um, you know, he, he seems to be very um, I don't want to use the word prideful, uh, uh, prideful. He's very he seems to be confident that the Bible does not teach the uh, Trinity. And that we're only to baptize in Jesus name. He said nowhere in the Bible does it command you to baptize in uh the father of son spirit <laughs> funny right uh literally the first time we're told we're commanded to baptize that's by jesus that's literally what we get but we will discuss why the book of acts uh has a different formula as, as he call it and so we'll get into some of those things and so <laughs> there's no baptismal pools in the entire state of texas <laughs> apparently not but apparently it's you know he, it, maybe it's a very roman catholic view where the baptism is only effective by the the person doing it or, or the role of the person who's doing it. And so, hey, I, I don't know why this man believed he had to go all the way to um, Chicago, Illinois, to get baptized by Marcus Rogers. I, let me tell you this. I, I, there are some preachers I enjoy. You know, I enjoy people like, and I don't agree with everything these preachers do, but... I enjoy John MacArthur. I do. I enjoy Vody Bakum. I do. I really do. I enjoy, um, let's see, some other man, Steve Lawson. You know, I enjoy, uh, you know, there's a, a plethora of, of theologians that I enjoy and respect. But guess what? I'm not going to California just to get baptized by John MacArthur. <laughs> I'm not going all the way to Africa. Just to get uh, baptized by Vody Bakum. And, and I think if I knew those men in, in any sense, they would probably be like, why are you doing that? Go to your local church, get baptized by your pastor, because I don't know you. So it really just kind of shows like there's kind of some probably maybe some idolatry issues going here, you know, with um nevertheless let's let's are you guys ready for the video i'm going to show this video here and uh and show that at a hotel not not that that's an issue but you're going to see why it's kind of 
interesting giving this baptism, but at a hotel in Chicago, um, they go, he goes and gets baptized and, um, you know, of course they got to do the speaking in tongues and, you know, but that, that, I, I kind of made the joke to my wife, man, it's a, that was a long trip to get wet to just to get wet and speaking gibberish, you know, um, nothing I would ever do. I mean, if I'm going to actually go take a trip across the States, it's going to actually be worthwhile. Uh, (laughs) and so just to get wet and speaking gibberish. So let's, 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 let's get into it guys. Let me, let me play this video and let me, uh, skip past a minute. Cause I don't want to get a copyright. Cause I think he plays one of his songs in the beginning. And so let me, uh, Let me, uh, so right now, Marcus Rogers is telling him, just pray over us, pray, pray, and you know what he's meaning, pray in tongues, <laughs> give that anointing, <laughs> guys, a lot of you guys forget, I come from that charismatic word of, I, I can do it, I came out of that, I, I, I saw it. This is what I knew growing up, growing up. I experienced all this, all the stuff, you know, and so this, this isn't new to me as far as like, um, you know, I'm just out, I was, (laughs) I want a Honda, I want (laughs) a, that's exactly, that's, that's, that's how many of them sound, that's how many of them sound, (laughs) guys, I, I, guys, you guys are lucky that the Lord saved me and brought me into good doctrine because <laughs> I would have been I would have been the first Marcus Rogers, probably, you know, I, I, and I'm thankful that the Lord brought me out of that mess, you know. And so <laughs> I was able <laughs> I was able to do it. You know, I mean, hey, my my tongue game was good, too. You know, it wasn't no like, you know, you hear some people like speak a tongue. You're like, that's not even good tongues like. If I was a charismatic, I wouldn't even be convinced by you. You know, I, hey, man, I, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Let's keep it going, man. Let's keep it going. So before he gets baptized, he has to get filled in the spirit. And just for you guys who don't know about word of faith, uh, sorry, more charismatic uh, crowds, um, a lot of charismatic crowds. This <laughs> Sid Roth, yes, he has the worst tongues. He, that's who I was thinking of when I said that. But um, what filled in the spirit? I, now I have a meaning. I have a view of that. I believe the Bible talks about being filled in the spirit as ultimately walking upright, um, walking according to God standard. Right? It's a, it's you know. And so, but no, that's not what they mean. Um, <laughs> that's not what they mean. They mean tongues falling out on the ground, jumping up and down, fire coming down. You know, all all that. That's what they mean by filled with the spirit. And Fran Marie, I, she says it was tough to break the tongues after 30 years in it. I won't lie. Same for me. I remember when I first got confronted with the idea that maybe this isn't biblical what I'm doing. I remember that someone confronted me. And I remember like I saw what he was saying in the text. But I remember praying to God like, Lord, please. And I, I had I had to speak in tongues while I was doing it by myself because I was so like vexed in turmoil within me because I was just like I wanted it to be true. And it's like it shook me. It's like, you know, when you go from like if you ever <laughs> hopefully uh, <laughs> I know a lot of my followers are. But, you know, when you go from being a synergist to a monergist, you know, it, it's still like even when you recognize that truth, it still is life shattering. Because you were walking this, believing this for so long that you were like, wow. You know, so I, I totally recognize, uh, can sympathize with you, friend. Lord, to, Lord, to seek after you, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I'm asking you that you. And guys, 
uh, let me let me pause here to say this video is going to get pretty wild. So if you are not used to this kind of stuff, get ready. <laughs> get ready. That's all I got. I don't know how to I don't know what I could actually do to prepare you, but get ready. That's all I'll say. Lord Jesus, God, that you move on him right now, Lord Jesus, God. And when he comes up out of this water, Lord Jesus, a brand new man, God. Lord, that when he goes down. Did you hear that? That when he comes out of the water, he'll be a new man. I thought you were getting baptized because you were already a new man. Now, I know some cer certain circles may disagree with that. But nevertheless, the biblical teaching is that you are being baptized because you have repented. You know, and so. You know, <laughs> April. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it. once you've seen. You know, money being thrown on the on the ground and people dancing on it. You've pretty much seen the worst of the worst. So, like, this is pretty. If you've been in it, this is mild. Yes, but I, I'm warning those who. <laughs> no, not not that wild. <laughs> not not get your kids out of the room wild. <laughs> Just charismatic. You don't want anybody emulating this wild. Like this is charismatic wild. This this is pretty up there wild. If you haven't seen like. If you're not used to like charismatic stuff, so <laughs> yeah, buckle up. God, everything that he is fighting and facing, God, that it'll fall off in this water in the name of Jesus because of this act of obedience, God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, I got And so I, I, I've experienced this, too. So this kind of manipulation to, um, you know, to, to do this stuff, you know, because like, you know, when when you get baptized now, because like it's generally like when when people want you to speak in tongues and we're going to see that here in this video, they'll they'll start speaking in tongues and they'll they'll put their hands over you. And all right, Cody, now, now your turn. The spirit of God is in you, right? <laughs> and of course, you, you know, if you're anything like me, being a new believer, yeah, of course the spirit's in me. Hey, you know, and so, <laughs> you know, so, hey, you, you want, you want, I mean, I think it's a natural reaction for Christians. We want other people to believe that we're saved. Yeah, I, I don't think that's necessarily wrong. I, I think it, oftentimes it's manipulated in these circles. And so, um, so yeah, we're going to see a lot of that. I, I'll say this about the guy who came from Texas. He seems like a nice guy. I, I, I don't know anything about him. And if he would like to reach out, if he ever sees this video, I would like to talk to him. Um, but my, my concern is with like a lot of the, the charismatic manipulation that goes on, you know? And, 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 you know, I, I know the response. I know the response because I was in it. You see, you, see, that's just Satan. That's just Satan blind to you. That's that's not the spirit of God. You know, and so my wife's telling me to play the video. So, OK, sorry. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? We're, we're, we're going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to do a, uh, a little commentary on that in a little later, but he baptized in the name of Jesus only. And so that's, that's purely based on his, his modalistic oneness beliefs. He, Marcus Rogers denies the Trinity. Okay. Just for anybody out there who did not know that. And so let's get to it. All right. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> It took faith, so I'm just reiterating just in case you guys can't hear. It took faith to drive from Texas to Chicago. I, I mean, I don't see how that really takes faith. It just takes gas. <laughs> just takes gas money. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, you know, it don't really take faith to do that. 
to be surrendered to let God doesn't even know about this life. So in the name of Jesus, I'm not Yo, imagine working at this hotel and you just, what, what is going on out there? You come out and see Marcus Rogers baptizing some random guy and I don't know what I do. I probably lose my job. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do I have a video of him denying the Trinity? Uh, that's very easy. Just go on Marcus Rogers channel and he, he talks about it very openly. He, he does not affirm the Trinity. And so... Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. because it just kind of gets repetitious, but I want you guys to see one particular point here. A lot of you guys are making good points in the chat about because it, in the even in the charismatic interpretation of like the, the the gifts of even if they view this as tongues right they always say they're supposed to be an interpreter but no one is interpreting any of this <laughs> so this isn't even right this isn't even right according to their own interpretation just very strange right like i mean i guess when the spirit's flowing sometimes you forget to do things biblical i don't know So notice I told you they're going to like manipulate the guy to kind of baptize. So, I mean, to uh, speak in tongues, look at him. So now he's about to start speaking in tongues and so watch, watch how Marcus Rogers reacts to this man getting baptized or speaking in tongues.
you, you, you this is like someone said this is pure emotionalism this i feel sad for the guy man i still i feel sad for this individual this person who came all the way to to chicago to be made a show of a spectacle no teaching no no as my brother said no edification how are you edified here how are you left encouraged? I, I, I'm not saying you left. I mean, because you probably would leave with a spirit of adrenaline or something. I mean, this probably would give you on an emotional high, I'm sure. But an emotional high does not mean that you left edified. You know, and you start, like I said, you, you start asking these questions and, you know, of course they respond to you. They respond to me like, Oh, that's that's just Satan. That's, you know, Satan questions this move of God. No, I'm questioning that this is a move of God at all. You know, and I thought about even like uh, making a, a comparative video between like you do have. If I showed you all this right here and Kundalini cults that are in uh, third world countries, you would not be able to tell the difference. You would not. You wouldn't. Because that stuff comes from that. <laughs> that's what I. That's my whole point. And 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 I don't make this as a joke, but I don't know if I would want Marcus Rogers baptizing me, given his past on baptism. You know, I'm I'm just saying. But um. But yeah, I mean, this is not. This is encouraging anyone. This, this is a bunch of jumping around, throwing water around. I mean. <laughs> low key you, you you're being disorderly <laughs> this is disorderly conduct that's what it is this you could low key have the cops called on you for what's just going on right now and and marcus rogers is big on saying i'll look like a fool for christ christ does not produce fools not the christ i know being foolish scripturally is not a good thing so I, he loves us. He loves to say that. See, y'all are just about that gummy bear Christianity. I, I don't mind like a look, looking like a fool for Christ. If he says he tells me to do something, I'll just do it. Guess what? That's not the God I serve. The God I serve does not create fools. So Marcus Rogers is about to give a little commentary. I don't I, I don't think this is an interpretation, <laughs> but it's a commentary about this. L let me let me tell those because man, I see there are 60 people watching right now. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the chat. Make sure you like this video, man. Um I, I, I do want to produce godly good content that one will be an encouragement to those who are chasing after God. And so if this video is encouragement to you, man, like the video. And so let's keep it going. So apparently what we just saw was a move of a Holy Ghost. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I read the Bible, I see the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, producing self-control, godliness. Any pagan can come in a pool and act wild. I mean, that's literally done every weekend in certain cities, especially in the summertime. You guys know what I mean. It doesn't take, this does not take this, you know, whatever you call this, the spirit of God to do. Anybody can have it. OK. But this isn't it. This isn't the spirit of God. Anybody who wants it can have it. Anybody. It's a promise. Peter said the promises unto you and unto your children. Mm. Now, if you know your scriptures. The verse was not talking about speaking in tongues. It was talking about salvation. To those who are far off, to those who are called Marcus Rogers. See, this this is where it upsets me. This is where it goes beyond 
the silliness of this the tongues and just being loud and okay you just look a little cuckoo okay yeah my brother rick is right make make sure you guys subscribe to rick caldwell he's the he does good work and also to april chapman subscribe to her as well i want to see more videos uh this is just promoting his ministry this is just promoting his ministry that's it but this is where it gets me mad because i am i am a person that seeks to interpret the scriptures rightly okay and he just he just conflated what they just did back there <laughs> for a couple minutes uh yelling loud splashing water with the move of the holy ghost and saying this was actually the promise given by peter in acts chapter 2 that is false that is false that is that is unbiblical. Acts chapter two is speaking of the, about the promise that was that Peter was speaking about was salvation. Matter of fact, let me let me go to that verse. Because it seems like I've been in Acts chapter two <laughs> for uh, for some while now uh, going back here. <laughs> but Acts chapter two. Let's see. Let me go to the verse. Uh, verse thirty eight. Peter, uh, Peter says, Peter said to them, repent and be baptized. Every, each and every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So that's the verse he kind of like, okay, this is the Holy Spirit. But, but, but notice what it is. Verse 39, for the promise is for you and your children and, and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And so this verse is speaking about salvation. Salvation. And verse 41, so those who received, received his word were baptized and they were added to the that day about 3,000 souls. Notice, no, no craziness of, 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 of tongues mentioned right there. No shouting up and, 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 and looking like a fool as Marcus Rogers promotes. None of that. But they were saved and guess what happened next after they were baptized? They started to live the Christian life. Amen, brother. Me too. <laughs> They started to live the Christian life. Guess what? There are so many people who need the Christian life to be like, like a high. They're chasing. They're just like the drug addicts chasing that next high, right? I I was I was in the charismatic movement, and I can tell you firsthand that's what it was. You go to church, and guess what? If there was no none of this going on, you like, man. I guess the spirit of God wasn't moving tonight. Could have went through an excellent sermon about salvation, but if if nobody fell out, no no tongues, guess the spirit of God wasn't moving at night, which is sad. This is why a lot of people in the Word of Faith movement lack uh, sound theology. They lack sound theology because this is what they're being taught not not to not not to exegete the verse. And don't get don't get it twisted. I like to worship. I like to worship. I I, I like to clap. I, I'm I, I'm not a part of the frozen chosen. <laughs> so don't don't get it twisted to what I'm saying is just be stale and stiff and don't move. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't encourage what's going on here as well. You know, and so. Very interesting, right? And Acts 19, Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? I'm telling you right now, Mark 16. So Acts 19, again, none of this was going on in Acts 19. And Rick said it real well. People are chasing after a phenomenological experience instead of the all-sufficient of Christ. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They want that experience. We want that experience. And many people will put their experience over the exegesis of Scripture, over the didactic word of God, of what God is actually saying. We'll chase that more when Peter said, you know, when, when uh, he was there at the transfiguration, says we have a much more sure word. But many people in the charismatic don't, don't believe that because guess what they're chasing? They're chasing the experience to, to, to God speak for them. And yes, 
because he's going to go to Mark 16, and I've addressed this before. Mark 16, again, you, you want you want to, uh, you know, <laughs> that's right, April. How come the Holy Ghost never points or exalts Christ? That's That's a great point. Their Holy Ghost always exalts them. It's like put the Holy Ghost ain't causing you to to sit down for a minute. You don't get tired. The Holy Ghost ain't causing you to say, maybe I should uh open up my word and just just chill for a second. You know, but yeah, he's super dependent on Mark 16 and we shown his inconsistencies on that. You can go back and watch my video, what I did with him on the uh pulling a snake out of a woman's back yeah um and guys it's just in case you're confused he actually did not pull a snake out of a woman's back but he he's super dependent on mark 16 which is a textual variant and it doesn't appear that it's uh that was early so early that it was written by the apostles or, or mark so so yeah these times shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils if you want it, you can have it. If you want it, you can have it. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't want what what I just saw. I mean, I'm 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 coming in my 30s now, you know. <laughs> I'm tired watching y'all. <laughs> I I don't know if I got the endurance. <laughs> I'm going to be real with y'all. You know, and I work out. I, I don't think that's good for my health. And so, and then to me, it's like, man, it's this time. Let's see how long this video is. Uh, you know, it's 13 minutes or so 14 minutes. <laughs> right. Behold the power of God. Apparently <laughs> this is the power of God that was uh, asked in Acts chapter two, I guess. Yeah. So what if we don't want it? Then what? But, but yeah, I, I would this time could have been better used with some with some teaching, some some spiritual edification, right? With some, hey, bro, we're going to baptize you, but we're going to explain to you why baptism. You know, and and guess what? Notice they got hyped over this man speaking in tongues. Boy, I, I wish I wish people got that hype when a sinner repented. Guess 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 what? The angels do. You would think it's a football game in heaven when a sinner repents. But ah, come on, man. Nah. We need the move of the spirit. Man, it, it it's sad when you think of this stuff. Like when you actually start to use your mind and think biblically, you're like, how did I? How did I not see all this? <laughs> you know, because I, like I said, I know like many other people. Yeah, what language are you speaking? That, that's a funny thing, because in Acts chapter two, when they were speaking in tongues, it was an actual language that they heard in their own tongue. Not not this mumbo jumbo stuff that that was the first time speaking in tongues was done in the Bible. It was. An actual language. Something to think about if you are, uh, you know, thinking about this stuff. This 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 is an embarrassment. That's right. I want to be hyped when I understand the text. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when when the Lord gives you revelation about what the scriptures mean, get hyped. Let's go. <laughs> yes. You know. Revival is coming like Oh, I want to address this verse. This, because if you guys don't know, Marcus Rogers is not really good with making prophecies, right? We know about his Trump prophecy. Hold on, let me address this. Yeah, yeah, this is a good point, right? The guy, nothing about his repentance, nothing about Jesus down the cross or resurrection. <laughs> it was all about speaking tongues, rubies and diamonds. You are absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Nothing about his confession in the gospel. 
You want to know why Marcus Rogers is dangerous, folks? That's why. That's why. Nothing about that. And and that's a good point because I, I did mean to bring that up. I did mean to bring that. But Marcus Rogers has made prophecies. You know, he's made prophecies. And here he is saying, and he said this multiple times, 2022. Sorry, that's a, <laughs> I'm used to saying 2022, like, or as well. But 2022, he says, will be the greatest move of God that we've ever seen. And the only way I can interpret that is as in human history. So greater than the Reformation, greater than the Great Awakening, greater than when thousands of people were getting converted at one point, greater than, guess what, I guess the book of Acts itself. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not willing to say that. And, and and guess what, guys? Here's what we here's what we want come to know. Um, people who usually get these do these prophecies are usually wrong. Guess what? If if 2022 is anything like 2021, which I hope it isn't, Marcus Rogers will be wrong yet again. Yeah, Marcus Rogers trying to top the great away. Let me tell you one thing. I tell, I tell people this, man, if the charismatic was, was true, surely he would be using orthodox, that is God, would be using orthodox preachers, not Benny Hinn, people who deny the Trinity and, 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 and all this false teaching, having all these scandals go on. You know what I mean? If the, if the charismatic movement was true and prophecies and, and all these tongues, surely God would be using reputable men, qualified men. It don't take faith to get from Chicago or t Texas to Chicago. All it takes is gas money. That's it. There's <laughs> nothing <laughs> that, you know, says you were had faith just because you drove to come see you, Marcus Rogers. I know that the arrogance in that statement. Away from Texas in faith because he wants to go deeper. And now he, he went deeper. The deep end of the pool, but that's about it. He he didn't go deeper and learn about who God was. Yeah, I, I saw y'all move from the from the three feet to the four and a half, but there wasn't no deeper in 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 God. Come on now. Got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Hold on, wait a second, Marcus Rogers. You, you, I thought you just said we were only to be baptized. In Jesus' name only. Now you're saying the baptizing the Holy Ghost. Unless he's talking about the tongue. Okay, I, I, I'll take that back. Because maybe he's talking about um, uh, the tongues he did. Okay, I'll, I'll, but that's not the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we're about to see the greatest move of God that we've ever seen. Oh. If that was it, I don't want it. If you're on this live right now and you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, just open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. You know what's dangerous about this? That all a pagan has to do to convince these guys is fall on the ground, wiggle around like, like a shrimp or something, and say, ba 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 ba. And these dudes are ready to bring them into ministry. <laughs> It's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> All these dudes have to be convinced because guess what? Morality ain't the, 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 the basis for how these guys uh, say, well, you're qualified to, to pastor. I mean, we know that. <laughs> All you got to do is be charismatic. You know? <laughs> All these guys, you got to be charismatic and just copy them. You know? I mean... Guess what? Kids could do all this. Matter of fact, better than you. They they got much more energy. You cannot keep up with a kid. Trust me. Yeah, we have in church. We have in church. Hmm. So this is what he does at his church, apparently, since they're having church. Interesting. 2022. We're about, <laughs> we're about to see the greatest move of God that we've ever seen. I'm telling you right now, 
The Bible says we are a peculiar people. The Bible says that carnal people cannot receive the things of the Spirit. Yeah, so guess what, guys? People like me, we we can't we can't receive the Spirit, the things of the Spirit, because guess what? We're just carnal, apparently. Yeah, I, I I I know the Bible doesn't you know tell you to do any of this or there's no exegesis for for shrimp rolling and 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 you know uh, talking like you got something in your mouth. There's no there's no you know biblical precedent for any of this, but that's because you're carnal. You know. <laughs> Be careful of anyone who results in some kind of biblical uh, name calling because they cannot substantiate their point biblically. Be careful of like, you know, you say, hey, this is what this verse means. Oh, you just fair safe. Be careful. Put the red flags in the chat. You know what I mean? <laughs> when people call you a Pharisee because you've exegeted the text. Be careful of anyone doing that. We're about to see the greatest move of God that we have ever seen. Book of Acts, church. Wow. We're, we're, I guess, so guys, we should expect, I guess, the Book of Acts type, uh, you know, people being raised from the dead, which, you know, they skipped that part. Um, you know, people being healed by shadows. Uh, guess what? Falling asleep from Marcus Rogers Church, which I don't, I don't even know if that'd be possible with all that loud records, but following at the church, they fall from the second floor, die. We should expect some healing, some, some resurrection power, you know, Hey, we, we're going to see the same stuff, you know, same stuff in the book of acts is going to be repeated. Let me, let me say this. The book of acts is not to be repeated. And let me even say this. Because guess what? I, I don't know how Marcus Rogers finds all these demons because he's casting out a demon every day, apparently. But the healing, all the gifts you see in the Bible were not normative. That's why people were amazed when they saw it. Yes, the Book of Acts Church was known for their potty above all. Amen to that. Guess what? You know why it was so miraculous when someone was raised from the dead? Because it wasn't happening every day. But uh, Marcus Rogers, this is going to be the normative 2022 experience. Book of Acts Church. This brother drove all the way from Texas, went down in Jesus' name, and just got filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on. 2022 is about to be different. 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 The remnant will rise. The kingdom will rise. We're going to see revival like never before. We're going to be bold and we ain't going to apologize to nobody. We're going to be bold and we're not going to turn down for nobody. For nobody. For nobody. We're not going to... We're not going to bow down to nobody. You can't tell me God ain't real. If you want it, you can have it. 2022 about to hit different. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to go deeper. I'm talking about it's time to go out of your comfort zone. It's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. Brothers and sisters, we got to... Oh, he in the five feet now. He went a little deeper. We got to go deep in the world, deep in his presence. And you need to stay down there till your mind changes. Some of y'all might not make it back up if y'all do that. <laughs> you, uh, hey, I do not encourage what Marcus Rogers just said to stay in the water, down deep in the water until your mind change. <laughs> Man. To stay down there till your heart changes. You need to change. All you need to stay deep in the word, deep in His presence, and don't come up until something in you change. That's a bit dangerous, man. It, man, man. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> the double negative. The grammar. <laughs> man, let, let, let me bring something up, man. Let me bring something up because Marcus Rogers says, so he posted on his Facebook. Because many people were saying, Marcus Rogers, you, you just baptized in Jesus' name only. You know? Uh, <laughs> man, I'm drowning the six feet. Hey, hey, you know? <laughs> so a lot of people were, I guess, commenting on the video saying, this is problematic because, um, you know, Marcus Rogers is only baptizing in jesus name only and so marcus comes back and says well find me one place in the book the bible where we're told to baptize in the name of the father son and holy spirit <laughs> if you know your bible you're, you're kind of chuckling right now right because uh <laughs> matthew 28 says that very thing and so he kind of then he switches it in the next post and he says well find me a post where it's done in the book of acts you know, it reminds me of when I was uh, dealing with uh, uh, Brandon Tatum and he says, find me one place outside of the book of Peter where they say Jesus is God. But uh, even though you can do that, well, by this statement of Peter, it's like, well, that's not exhaustive. <laughs> you know, so it's like, be careful of people who want to limit all of biblical revelation to one book or to one chapter or to one phrase. That's not that's not how you do uh, good Bible study. That's not how you study the Bible uh, as far as like you don't let Scripture interpret Scripture. Now, OK, you can say, right, is, can is this canon but Acts only? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, if that was the only thing we had. OK, maybe. But here's why it's problematic, because Matthew 28 says. Uh, verse. Uh, 19 go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit you you ever notice how people who are who are jesus only as or red letter only love red letters until it contradicts the very thing they're saying <laughs> and then it's like well over here moses said this and it's it's like hold on wait 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 i, I, I thought we were red letter only now you know but but right there in Matthew, uh, Jesus' words himself, he says to baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so many people ask the question, that we'll get into this, because it's asked often, well, okay, why come the Acts, book of Acts, the apostles disobeyed? They'll phrase it something like that. And well, my, my opinion, and I know there's other reputable scholars who, who agree with what, I, what I'm going to say, is that the book of Acts is teaching primarily Christian baptism. That's why they baptize in Jesus name, you know, and so uh, that that view was practiced in the book of Acts. But then we see uh, church history, uh, you know, picking up on all all the right, the revelation that God has given. And, and I want to I want to encourage you because Marcus Rogers said on his post, let me get it here. He says, don't get in your pride. Don't take my word simply to go look for yourself. When did the when did they start baptizing people and putting them in the water saying Father Son Holy Ghost? Because the because the apostles sure didn't do it in the way that in the Bible. We see that in the Catholic Church. So his claim is that we don't see trinitarian baptism until the formulation of the Roman Catholic Church. Let me let me encourage you guys. <laughs> let me encourage you guys because that is false. It's it's laughably false. Like I I can laugh and chuckle because, you know, when you know some church history, when you've done some reading on the subject, when you, you when you get outside of your just little, you know, circle. And yeah, truth and dear prescriptive verse descriptive. Amen to that. You know, so um, when you get out of your little circle, you know, you, you start to read a little more and do some reading and, and you're like, wait a minute. So let me give you some church history, church history quotes. So. um. So in the Didache, that was it was probably many dated back to eighty seventy. Some dated later to eighty one hundred. It is it is probably a a first century uh, text, early uh, second century at the latest. Um, but the Didache says, after the foregoing instructions, baptize 
in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and living running water. Wait, did didn't they read the book of Acts? <laughs> uh yeah, Constantine formed the first Trinitarian baptism. Yeah, you would think so if all these guys were saying was true. So here we are. And then again, secondly, he says that in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit to baptize them. Wow. Tatian, the Cyrenian, uh, he pretty much quotes Matthew 28, 18 through 19 uh, in eighty one seventy. Guess what? All this is before Tertullian, by the way, <laughs> as you know. Um, Hippolytus in AD 215 says, uh, do you believe, hold on, not, not that one, not that one. Oh, well, you know, he, he says when someone is to get baptized, they the profess their faith in, in God, the father, God, the spirit, and then the Holy spirit. And then in the, in the church and the resurrection. So all that's before Tertullian. And guess what we see? Trinitarian baptism, the very thing we're told that was created, created by Tertullian. Grace and peace, Chris. Good to see you here, man. <laughs> and so the Didache isn't inspired. I agree. That's not my point. My point is we see Trinitarian baptism done very early. Which Marcus Rogers stated it wasn't. <laughs> he said it wasn't done until the, the Roman Catholic Church was... Uh, formulated it so i would ask him when does he think the roman catholic church was uh formulated or inaugurated trinitarian baptism because if you say somewhere in the you know i i don't know what date he would say um but even here we have it all these trinitarian um modes before even tertullian so if he wants to say well around the time of tertullian well we we have it before tertullian what long before like i said i gave the didache that was probably written early uh, uh or late first century at latest uh early uh second century many put it back to AD 70 and so the very thing he offers easily gets refuted if you know anything or guess what you don't even have to know anything all you have to do is google bro Y'all, we got too much Google out here to be ignorant about this stuff. Too much, too much resources. We, we have a plethora of resources to be ignorant about all this. So when someone makes a claim, don't get rattled. Don't get frustrated. Do some reading. Do some research. Well, the Trinity wasn't invented until the Council of Nicaea. Hey, you know what? I'll look into that. You know, do your little typing. Hey, wait a minute. I see right here, um, it was way before the Council of Nicaea. So why would you tell me, tell me that? Hmm, seems like you're wrong. <laughs> Grace and peace, Tony. Good to see you here, man. We got too much of this of information to not be fact-checking. Guess what? Facebook want to fact-check us? Guess what? We need to fact-check Marcus Rogers' theology. We need to be fact checking. Guess what? The, the Bereans were the original fact checkers when it came to checking people down on scripture. <laughs> oh, you said this, Paul? Okay. Sounds good. We're going to see. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, Paul, you was right. My bad. <laughs> I, we'd much rather that kind of spirit than, oh, yeah, I'll accept anything. I'll accept it. Sure. No, man. It, it, guess what? This ain't no prophecy. <laughs> But now is the time in this day and age where, guys, if you have one of these, you have way more knowledge accessible in your hands in about 10 seconds than anyone in church history has ever had. And guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Constantine went back and wrote the dedicate. <laughs> exactly. When in doubt, blame Constantine. And guess what? I find that men who had way less access to information knew much more than we did. We do. I, I, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I, I'm, I'm putting myself in that category as well. Men who had way less information than us typically know more about God's word than us. Something to be convicted tonight, right? Let the conviction kick in. But yeah, man. 
the reason why I address Marcus Rogers and, and I, I, as of now, I plan to keep addressing him is because Marcus Rogers is influential. He, he has too many followers, man. And, and I care for them. I, I care for those who will listen to his videos and think that Marcus Rogers gave them something that will actually help them in the fight of holiness. Right. That will help them. And when it when it comes to battling sin, I, guess what? That devil waiting on you at home just because you just because you popped around. You jumped around and, and, and splashed around in that pool. You don't you don't shabba dabba, dude. Satan ain't bothered. Them devils, <laughs> the, the demonic ain't ain't. Oh, man. Now I got to stay away because now he's supercharged. No, they don't care. <laughs> Yo, this is a spiritual war and, and, and jumping around doing that's not spiritual. N none of that takes the spirit of God to do. You know. Said if I uh, if I keep addressing him, he'll accuse me of being obsessed with him. That's fine. This I, I recognize at a fundamental level that oftentimes when you're addressing error to those who have like an audience, you're addressing their audience. More than likely, maybe. Just maybe the Lord will allow the algorithms to click right one day. Someone watch this video and say, man, this idiot had a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe just maybe they'll say. This guy's stupid, but I think he had a good point. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it, you know, and so. Man, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Hopefully it was helpful. If you have not, make sure you like this video, man. There, there's so many people making good content, man. I want to give some shout outs, man. I know I gave some shout outs to April Chapman. Follow her. Rick Caldwell, follow her. Follow Developing Dad. Uh, making some good content, man. Uh, and so I do as a, as a content creator want to make good content, but I want to put people on because I'm only one person. Don't don't come for just me, dear woke Christian, making a lot of good content. Follow him. I'm only one person. And so as my channel grows, I hope that I can put you guys on to other people who are doing better content than me and addressing stuff that I never touch. And so hopefully we can have like a community of, of developers, man, who are doing good content and just like, hey, man, supporting one another. And so. Hope you guys enjoyed this video, man. Hope you guys enjoy the content. Make sure you like it. Subscribe to the channel if you're not. As always, click the notification bell. Hey, guys, till the next time, grace and peace.